Hey, Travars, do you like that? Back. Hey, there we go. A little shout out from our guy, Toby Z2. We give it now to Teddy to introduce our guest on the proper way. Today's guest is a man hailing from the 305. That's right. I'm talking about Miami, Florida, baby. A yep. gentleman that has played for six NFL teams, a standout at Appalachian State University, Go Mountaineers, number 39, 32, and 38, Mr. Traveris Cadet. What is up, man? How you doing? It's just living, man. I feel, like as the, I feel like as a cadet, I have to, like, do this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 not too much, you know? Well, I was saluting. I yanked the aux jack out of my uh, my headphone. But, Traveris, first of all, how you doing, man? How's the family? How's life? Man, just maintaining, man. Just trying to stay active and find this new purpose, you know? All the right. game that came and went. It, it came and went. And that's yeah. what we're going to talk about today is your pro career. So we're going to start with the early years, the high school years. You play high school football, yeah. Miami Central High School. Yeah. Uh, from there, you redshirt Toledo. You spend a year in community college and eventually Appalachian State. So during yeah. your three years there, you rack up 1,688 yards and three touchdowns. So make sure we get in the end zone, right? Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> but Traveris. The question that I have to ask is not everyone can say they played college football yeah. and played college football for three different schools. So how did this impact you and help you grow as a player? Uh, it helped me in a lot of different ways. i say probably quarterback, I would say. That kind of gave me like the lightning bolts from different directions because if you're the quarterback, you need to know where everybody is. You need to know the code of the assignment, the execution, the timing. So, um, like, playing receiver, I knew I had a clock in my head, you know, that I needed to be open or a, a duration period I needed to get separation, you know. Um, and then when I started playing running back, you know, like blitz pickups, like who's the mic, who's coming, who's not coming. And then, like, the matchups, you know, you try to – exploit certain matchups to get a running back on a linebacker or get the, you know, to try to facilitate and kind of like differentiate like personnel groupings and how dynamic that is, you know what I'm saying? To kind of disturb defensive coordinators and in, in, in certain, certain. You want the matchup that's best. Like you said, right. a running back on a linebacker. So I'm curious, yeah. you start at wide receiver. How does that transition work when you're like, Hey, I'm going to play running back also. Is it more of like, Hey, this is how I'm going to get more snaps or is it a coach's decision? I mean, well, if you're talking about, are you talking from about when I made the transition in college, or are you talking about high school? Like, what, like just what, just in general, like when you decide to change positions, what's the process behind that? Well, running back was different because I like it, 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 I entered into a new world of getting hit every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At, at, at receiver, I didn't get hit every day. You know, of course, at quarterback, I never got hit. You know, unless I was in a game. So. I mean, like that transition was was big. And then at receiver, I wasn't also, I wasn't picking up 255 pound linebackers running at me full speed that I got to throw my neck in the fire and like sometimes close my eyes when I'm during oh the collision. Gosh. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> like that was like, now it's easier to touch the ball. Mm -hmm. That's what I liked about it. Cause at App State, I was starting at receiver and one scrimmage and I had 
like maybe three targets. I had one catch. And then my running, the running back coach was like, yo, like, nah, this ain't it, bro. Like, like you too big, too big of a piece on this team to, to only touch the ball two times. Yeah. So when I came back to running back, you know, I went from touching the ball maybe three times at receiver and practice to, you know, 15 touches, 20 touches. Now I can really, you know, find my little wave a little bit, you know, and then they can motion me out there, you know what I'm saying? And then I can exploit matchups. But it was receivers, playing straight at receiver was too much a headache to me, bro, because especially at App State, we spread the ball around. So, you know, I think that was a perfect move, moving back there and just adding me to, like, certain you know, different formation. Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing, like the, the sports itself is a business. And if right. you're not getting the touches, you're not going to help your draft stock. You're not going to have teams notice it. doesn't matter how much you're getting open. If you're not getting the ball and putting up the stats, that's not what's going to translate to the next level. So right. Right. speaking right. Right. of the next level, I mean, you go undrafted, but you get picked up by the Saints and that, that would right. be, you know, where you spend the majority of your career. So you get a carry for five yards. Then yeah. you have a 45 yard run. That gets called back by offensive holding on Marquise Colson. We're going to throw him under the bus because, you know, we, we, <laughs> he's, good, he's a good guy from what I've heard. But we just got to gotta put it out there of who had it held back. He's a bad call, actually. But, but you don't get to carry the rest of the season. Yeah, man. That's the, you know, listen, I love the city of New Orleans. I'm thankful for Coach Payton and all of them. But, you know, I just felt like at times, like the role I had, and I, I tell my cousin this, the role I had in with the Saints, if I had that same role in college, I would have never made it to the NFL. Mm-hmm. I would have never made it to the NFL because, like, like the touches, especially we had me, Mark Ingram, we had Pierre Thomas, then we had Darren Sproles, then we had Chris Ivory, like dogs, you know what I'm saying? So... When you look at it, it's kind of like you never knew where your, like when your next touch was gonna come. And then at receivers, we had Coaston, we had Devry Henderson, we had Lance Moore, then Ke- then Kenny Stills came, yeah. you know, and then Brandon Cooks came, you know, years down the line. So I felt like even at times when I would work on my run game in the offseason, try to bulk up a little bit, trying to get better with the base, because when Coach Payton would have these interviews, not like I used to watch his interviews, but he would talk about me in the base a lot. And mm-hmm. like, no matter the improvement I showed during the year or during practice, it was fixated that hey, cadet is a receiving option only first. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it would hurt me as a player because like them other cats on the other side, they world class too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's the best, the best. Yeah, you, it's like it's like you know, it's kind of like a routine. Like if you like a a weird person watching somebody's everyday move when they come home. Like everybody knew my everyday move when I every the next snap. The only time I ran the ball is it was like, oh, uh 21. Oh, cadets out there. All right, run it. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. oh, 21, you, you want cadet to run the ball. Yeah. You feel me? So I feel like it hurt us as a team, even because I at you know, at a point in time, I was kind of like getting more touches and stuff like that, but it was one dimensional. I was gonna say they're not even giving you the opportunity. Like if 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 that run stands, you're at two for fifty. That's twenty five yards per carry. That's that's all time great. I know it's just a small sample size, but it's like they're not giving you that chance to really kind of. And we've talked with a lot of running backs, and it's like you get a rhythm. Maybe you have 
four, two, eight yard run. And then you break that 20 because now you're getting a, a, you know, kind of the game flow. You're reading how the offensive line, how the defense is is stacking up against you. Um, So it's interesting that you, you make that. So first season you have six touches for 49 yards. You run it back with the saints the next two seasons. And during that time, you compile 40 catches for 301 yards and a touchdown, 10 carries for 32 yards. So you're putting up more and more stats at that point. Yeah, yeah, more at that point because, like, that's why I tell cats nowadays. I'm like, listen, the undrafted, no matter how you get there, get there. But if you could get drafted, if you could go higher, do that because business-wise, it's going to give you more opportunity and it's going to force them to play you. Like, for instance, like with Alvin Kamara, Cole Beats. I told Alvin from day one he was going to be a monster when I was leaving to go to the Jets or whatever, mm-hmm. right? When they released me, when I broke my ribs. But the difference is with Alvin Kamara is you can't predict what he's going to do because he runs, he catches, he picks up picks up blitzes, he, he, he can play kick and punt return, he dynamic. But if Alvin came at a stage where, where I came in, was five of us, like it was Drew Brees' team at that point, and I feel like when Kamara right. came in, it's more of like, hey, this is kind of his last go. They had Michael Thomas, who obviously had a huge target share. Right. So you're right. The dynamic was different. I feel like when you were playing, it's like, okay, who's going to hit us today? Like, is it going to be Devry on a deep ball? Is it going to be Marquise Colston from there? Is it going to be a Pierre Thomas, Mark Ingram between the tackles game? Right. Um, so I think yeah. that's interesting. I, I want to ask you this, because for a lot of Drew Brees' career in his prime, He's had those smaller and Traveris, I say smaller. You're bigger than me. I'm 5'5". Five five, so I just want to put that out there. But they but they have him line up in the backfield. And like you said, they and I've, I've watched your highlights when we knew we were coming on. And you're right. There's a lot of angle routes. There's a lot of, um, you know, down and ins or, or cutting in out, getting those uh, oppositions but or those those matchups you want. But what was kind of that playbook? Like what was, what was the practice and rapport like for you and Drew and – you and those other receiving backs so that, cause I feel like the saints did that more than anyone else. Yeah. We had a lot of personnel groupings. I would say like a lot of different personnel groupings. Like if you was playing against us back then, then you had to have like a, a versatile defense. You had to have like a guy like Tyron Matthew, a guy like maybe, chancellor who can do both who can stop the run who can mm-hmm. stop the pass you know you know a guy that's you know mobile in the sense to where they can you know not only affect you in the run game they can stay in the box kind of like a a cat who's not very known well he is known he was like mark baron y'all remember him yeah yeah so he was kind of in between and he was a safety, but they had him so in like the those box. safety kind of converted linebackers yeah. where they yeah. might not be the best in coverage, but they're big enough to stop the run and can yeah. maybe cover like in the middle ground, but not like somebody on that fly route. Yeah. Something like that. And, and we all knew our role, right? Mm-hmm. We all knew our role. Like we all knew our role and like Jimmy knew he was going, he was one of the main targets. So he would get, you know, have majority probably more opportunity coasting guys that was already there but in the beginning it was frustrating for mark it was frustrating for all of us the only person that was kind of like hip to it was pierre thomas you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying he had been there longer or whatnot but we all knew our roles i knew my role was to come in the game find a matchup try to get separation 
catch the ball explode. You know, Mark was a straight runner then. No yeah. catching, no nothing. Chris Ivory, straight runner. Um, Darren Sproles, pretty much a little bit of everything. Return, you know, kind of like the scat back. He ran a little bit, but I think us, I think all of us for the most part was pretty frustrated at a, at a certain point in time because we wanted more, you know what I'm saying? Not just that, that we were selfish. We want the ball. I want the ball. I want the ball. But I think it was like more so frustrating at that time because we had so many weapons and I, I know it's probably hard for coach Payton. I'm sitting up there every week trying to figure out how to get everybody the ball. But at some point in time, like I just feel like even, you know, look at the damage Chris Ivory did when he went to New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look at, you know, even Mark getting more touches when it was just him and Kamara in New Orleans, right? In those in those terms. But we all knew Drew was a great, like, listen, Drew going to get you the ball. But the more opportunities you get with him, the more you can do more damage. You know what I'm saying? You look at yeah. certain, certain cats around me. Look at AB. Look how many targets AB had. Making the most of it, yeah. Right. You, you had a you had Emmanuel Sanders, AB, but look at the targets and look at the, the opportunities he's had and the, the, the explosive plays he was getting. You know what I'm saying? Do you think on the flip side, though, that that helped prolong your career? Like, let's say you got a lot of touches right away, and I know for the running back position, the, the shelf life is short, but do you think right. that might have, like, hindered your free agency or your career where if you got a lot a lot of carries front-loaded early that it might have affected your durability later where you have, you wouldn't have been able to play seven years? No, I you know, to be honest, like I would have walked through 10 years had I not really broke my leg, you know what I'm saying, at, mm -hmm. at a pivotal point in time. Yeah. But what kept me around is in the waters, I had a couple explosive plays. Like it just was like at, at the right time, like yeah, you know, big returns or big catches, like different things like that. So where I had some value, but on an open market, it had me listed as a running back. I wasn't a running back. You get what yeah. I'm saying? And yeah. even if I would have got 10 carries a game, right? Five carries in a game, five and a half, you know what I'm saying? And a half, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, that would have helped me be more productive consistently. It's just that, you know, I was in New Orleans for three years. We was running back by committee there. Yeah. Know? That's so, what fantasy football people hate. Yeah, yeah, they hate that term. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's, it's kind of like you don't get eight touches this week. Next week you're gonna get one, and next week you're gonna get none. Yeah. Do the, do the coaches give you a heads up like this is our game plan going in? Like, hey, TC, it's gonna be a little light, bit of a lighter work week for you. It's more of a Mark Ingram game, or is it like in in the game is when you find out how the game script is going? You you never know. It, it, it just like in my earlier years, like my rookie year, I wasn't expecting to go on the field. And um, when I started learning the business part of it, like free agents, cheaper guys, you know what I mean? Versus the first round picks, the second round picks, what they're forcing you trying to play you. I had to earn everything I was getting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think my rookie year Sproles went down. So me and Sproles is kind of like the media tried to make it seem like it was me versus Chris Ivory. It was never that. Yeah. Like me and Sproles was more similar in ways, and they knew all of us was pretty much productive. So I think I had ended up having like a hundred and something plus all purpose against the Raiders, right? I had like a maybe 70 something yard return or something like okay. that. Okay. And the next week, guess what? 
I didn't really play much, you know. I got, you know, my two. I got. I think I got like two red zone snaps, and you know, it was kind of like that, you know, because Sproles had came back. So my my rookie year, it wasn't high expectation. My second year when Coach Payton came back, I pretty much that's the least. That's I, right. First year was the Bounty Gate year. Yeah, my first was a Bounty Gate year with a Joe yeah. Fit, and then you know Payton came back the next year, so. Okay. It was just, it just was kind of like, you know, you just never knew. You just always had to stay ready, you know. Yeah, I mean, and staying ready is what you did. I mean, you spend your first three seasons with the Saints, um, and then you hit free agency, play with the Patriots. My 49ers there in the background, if we can see that somewhere. Um, and then just like the Kanye album, Homecoming to the Saints, 2016, probably your best of your career. 40 catches, 281 yards, four touchdowns, and then four for 19 on the ground. You following that, you play with the Bills, the Jets, the Panthers during the last two years of your career. And I mean, Traveris, for someone that had the journey that you had, I'd say it's quite successful. I, I mean, even for the running back position to play seven years, that's longer than the NFL average. So I want to give you kudos on that. Um, I know we've talked about this because you were classified as a running back, but wow. you're viewed as a receiver. Wow. So for your career, you have 119 catches for 964 yards and seven touchdowns. And as a runner, you have 60 for 197 and no touchdowns. Doesn't it feel a little bit ironic that you didn't have a rushing touchdown? Uh, I guess you can say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One time, I ain't going to lie, one time I was in the game, right, Coach Payton was trying to take me out. like Because I had pretty much, I had probably like maybe four catches, 60 yards on that drive. Mm-hmm. Like, he was trying to take me out. But I was like, me and Mark kind of had already talked, like, nah, nah, stay, 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 right? Yeah. So um, I ended up almost scoring, trying to reach the ball over the damn, you know, the end of the line, and then it'll end up fumbling. You know what I'm saying? So that was my only, like, opportunity uh, to try to get that touchdown. And I tried. You know what I'm saying? But – I, so I know effort isn't a problem. I think it was a game against the Falcons. I'm watching on your highlight thing, and you extend the ball out, and then the rest review it, and they're like, "Yeah, you got it, you got it." Oh, 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 oh versus Arizona. Oh, Aaron, but you know all those red jerseys sometimes blend in. <laughs> I, but I was watching some of the route running, and it's funny when you had mentioned, "Hey, I give myself like X amount of time to get open," because right. I'm thinking that that maybe this one it was the one against the Falcons where you lined up on the right side of the backfield. You kind of cut towards the middle, and then you go to the outside, and you have yeah. the dude. You have the dude lost. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, he's got, yes, he's got he, some moves. Yeah. Yes, it's 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 one of those. Yeah, I, I ran a lot of like I made a lot of. I would say I made my living in the league through like those you know freestyle routes. Like, yeah, I don't you know, freestyle. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like option routes and different things like that, because I knew. For so long, like it just became that role, and like that was the way they started viewing me. The league started viewing me, you know. Yeah. So I will have, I won't have safeties. I won't have linebackers sticking me. They start sticking me with, you know, safeties, and you know, sometimes like nickel, like you know, I'm nickel backs and different things like that. Smaller guys because they started viewing me as a receiver, but. Even though I was listed as a running back, I really was just kind of a hybrid. You know what I'm saying? That kind yeah. of yeah. And I mean, yeah. TC, you had a hell of a career, a hell of you know a fun career. We loved watching it. 
Now, post-career, you've had kid camps, public speaking. What does the future hold for you, TC? Uh, to be honest, I'm trying to, because obviously I want to help kids, you know, get to the next level or whatnot, right? And, um, like, it's just, my homie have a foundation out in L.A. It's called Live Above the Height that focuses on childhood trauma. And the goal is to try to catch the trauma early so the, re- the rehabilitation process can start a little bit earlier. You know, sometimes, like, we try to treat, treat an old dog new tricks that don't really work. So that's one area. Um, I kind of, like, develop the passion for teaching people how to trade. You know, I got a trading team, like, uh, trade on the markets. I like trading, like, you know, like, foreign uh like uh, currencies and commodities and, you know, indices, different things like that. And, uh, you know, just dabbling in a little bit of real estate, you know what I'm saying? I got a real estate transaction that I'm doing right now. But for the most part, man, still standing in a, you know, because I want to, what I want to do is I want to go state to state and like do like uh, seven on seven tournaments and uh like you know one-on-one tournaments and you know basically fund a family or help uh you know i may have a you know reward for like five thousand dollars right like someone who's like because a lot of kids everybody isn't going to make it you know what i'm saying but you know we as like influencers and no matter what level you're on i feel like you know, giving a kid hope, showing the kids the ropes, you know, knowledge is to be gained and passed along and not just kept, right? Yeah. Um, like all the shooting and different things like that that's going on in the world right now, regardless of what the race is, peace between all races is the, the ultimate goal. So kind of dabbling into that as well, you know what I'm saying? To not look at a, uh, a skin color, you know what I'm saying? Because we all gonna die. The only way you, the only way you're different than someone else is if you can't die. Like, and that's. Let me know the secret to that. <laughs> we we need some we need some cat DNA in us so we get nine lives. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, all of us. I feel like all of us is human or flawed. We all have our ways. You know, we all have work to do. Like, if you're breathing, you can get better. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Even. Warren Buffett at 90 whatever years old, he even strives to get better. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what level you at, you know what I'm saying? You can get better. And I think it's up to us, the older, you know, not saying that I'm old. You got to be a role model. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, even like what you guys doing, like, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? You guys pass through, you know, doing podcast shows, you know, talking about y'all passions and y'all helping people too because... You know, like even like this second now, y'all could be stopping someone, somebody from, you know, getting off the street or doing the wrong thing. You know what I'm saying? Doing the right thing, finding the passion. So, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, we're talking with Traveris Cadet, seven year NFL pro, the man that just spreading positivity. Uh, We like to get our guests out of here with a little triple play, rapid fire, some this or that questions. They're not all football related. And I guarantee you haven't been asked some of these before you game. All right, well, let's go. All right, first one, better jersey, the Saints black or the Bills blue? Whoo! Oh, starting <laughs> off with a tough one. The Saints, uh, the Saints black 
for sure. All right, all right. I figured you'd go that. Are you, you a fantasy football guy? Uh, a little bit. I'll probably get into it a little bit more, you know. Okay. Uh, so in fantasy football, PPR or non-PPR? Uh, PPR. I figure with your, your role, I set you up for that. <laughs> Would you rather forget who you were or forget who everyone else was? Uh, wow. We're getting a little detail. It's crazy, man. I don't want to forget myself. <laughs> you can be selfish. I would say me. TC, you still there? I think we, uh, you still there? Ah, I wanted to know. Does he forget who he is or does he forget who everyone else is? Can go a little bit longer because I need to know his favorite cereal. That's next. I do. That's a big one. That's a Teddy, big one. Teddy, what's your favorite cereal, man? Lucky Charms for sure. I'm okay. a big Charms guy. That's that's fair. That's fair. For everybody that is tuning into Triple Play right now and is watching this uh, this little bit of moment of side up, we'll give him a couple minutes to see if he can get back in. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our Patreon if you're not already. Actually, I mean, look, let's first and foremost subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, we have you know a lot of other great athletes that come on for these uh, these interviews here. Drop a comment, say a like. Say your favorite thing about uh, about me or Teddy. Say your least favorite thing about David uh, D. Mendy. Uh, we do have a Patreon, and we are getting TC back in here. Hey, so, all right, so TC, forgetting who you are or forgetting who everyone else is? <laughs> uh, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. I can't forget myself, man. Goodness. There we go. <laughs> all right. What's your favorite cereal? Ooh, Apple Jacks. Yeah, okay, I like that. I like that. That's an under-the-radar answer. That's a that's a cereal connoisseur answer. I'm with yeah, that. Yeah, I just, you know, actually, my therapist kind of had me on this healthy, serious wave for a long time. But the other day, I just bought my first box of apple jacks i think the last time before that was about five years ago oh man yeah you gotta you gotta reward yourself i i wouldn't even judge you if you ate the entire box in one day because i know i can do that <laughs> no, i know that but a, a bowl every now and then helps you know all right all right i like this moderation is good what's the name of your high school crush dang bro like Maybe she's watching. Um, Candace. Candace. Ooh, Candace is an attractive name. I've never met an unattractive Candace. <laughs> yeah, I know. A little different, right? All right. We got three left here. Right. Do you pull your toilet paper from the bottom or from the top? Not from the bottom. Thank you. No. Thank you. Everybody says top, and my <laughs> counter argument to it is – What's easier, pull-ups or chin-ups? It's chin-ups. Oh, yeah, this without is, a doubt. This is the natural way. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. 
Oh, who pulls from the top though? Like a serial killer. Yeah, uh, people I don't want to be friends with. That's who. <laughs> I, I, we're we're in this together. This is if there's one thing I'm taking from this interview, it's me and TC both pull from the bottom. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, we got two more. What's your favorite shoe? Oh, um, you already know. I rock with a lot of Jordans, though. Uh, the Elevens. Yeah, um, the threes. Threes are nice. Um, I mean, you gotta go ones, of course, also. Yeah, yeah, but you know, every it seems like I never really had that much time with the the ones. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the Elevens code, the Elevens code. One two. one shoe, one shoe though. What's the fave? One shoe. Um, what Jordan was? Yeah, or just in general, it could be foam posits. Um, I'm not a real exotic, you know what I'm saying, shoe kind of guy, but I would say probably see like the 13s. Okay, that's a good one. I like those, but with my footing, I wear insoles from like running and cutting for so many years. Mm -hmm. So the bottom of my feet is like I try not to wear because certain shoes. It's like the, the insoles at the bottom is too hard for my foot, then it's, it's, it's comfortable. It makes sense. All right, the last one. Here's an important one. Would you rather fight Mike Tyson once or you have to talk like him the rest of your life? <laughs> man, listen, I'm a warrior, so I'm fighting him once. Oh, man. So here's the thing. We're not just going to throw you in cold turkey. We'll give you a little bit of training time, but, I mean, I like it. I like it. Like it. Uh, it's, it's the right answer. It's the right answer because I know I'm talking like him the rest of my life. He's killing me with one punch, and that's not an exaggeration. But, Traveris, yeah. really want to appreciate you coming on. Before we get you out of here, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, some of you know where they can find your highlights, the socials, all that good stuff. Nah, man, just uh, rock with me on Twitter, Tavares Cadet thirty nine. Uh, I believe my feed is Tavares Cadet thirty eight on Instagram. Yeah, uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much it. I hope everybody stays safe out there. You know, keep your hazards on. You know, watch your surroundings. There's a lot of craziness going on. And I want to ask Joe Biden, man, to help the American people out and bring these prices down, man. Goodness grief, bro. I can only imagine, you know, what, what some people are going through right now. With inflation, these interest rates, man. I feel like we can do better. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah, that's I mean, he's telling no no lies, but the, the rising prices of everything, especially gas hurting us. But everybody that tunes into Triple Play, we appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you check out some of the other stuff. Make sure you do yourself a favor and check out some TC highlights on YouTube. You won't regret it. We'll catch you guys on the next.